gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. Please fasten your seatbelts. We are about to enter overdrive. This is the curve. Red, green, brown and yellow and welcome to episode 6 of series 2 of The Curve. I am your host today, National Michael Houdini Benuna. With me is the man once known for his ability to weep through an entire episode of the once famous ITV Inspector Extravaganza, Rosemary and Time. He spends most of his days now trying to find that perfect conquer, but only recently discovered it was a seasonal occurrence, and that he'd been wasting many an hour hunting beneath bare trees. Many refer to him as the lollipop man, and that's true even in the summer holidays. But to me, he's still the same old J-Dog I've always known and loved. Please welcome the very special Jeremy James Osborne. It's good to be back. It's good to see you. It's been a while. It has You been. look good. You too. You look fresh, but also rugged. Fresh and cool. out of Compton. You look cool. As if you eat five a day, but also smoke ten Benson and Hedges. You know, I've been working on the five a day yeah. side of things. And the running. Yeah. The running is doing you a lot of good. I don't feel like it is. Mm-hmm. It looks like it is to me. That's my legs. How have you been? I've been alright. I've been alright, J-Dog. Um, how have you been? Good. I haven't Large- seen you... Largely good. Largely good. On the whole. Largely good, but slimly man. Yeah. Um, Lost a bit of weight. Physically... Uh, a bit ill you might be able to tell by my slightly hoarse throat mm. uh, mentally very unwell mm. <laughs> <laughs> why is that? Uh, lonely alright you could have messaged I live in the same city good good um, uh, good to see you in this new setting good may I say yes new setting we are in a cabin in a podcast cabin in the woods literally in the woods our budget has increased Exponentially. Thank you to all the donors. We didn't even ask for money, but you've given generously anyway. We are in a wooded cabin. The acoustics might sound a little different, um, but we are far, far away from civilization. Oh, yeah. What we lack in civilization, we make up for in civility to each other. Yeah, I was going to say humorous chat. Yes. And that, that. that too. Yeah. Uh, how's your week been? Any it's, interesting occurrences? It's been all right. It's been all right. Um, I went home to see my parents and my sister at the weekend. Good. Uh, in Birmingham. Uh, on the way, there was a busy bank holiday traffic on the motorway. It do be like that. Yeah. And uh, on the M4, I, uh, I, was, uh, I was driving along. Mm. Uh, I think I was listening to the radio, as I do occasionally. Sometimes I just like total silence. Yeah. Just you and the tarmac. Just me and the tarmac. That's where I think... <laughs> that's where I'm at when I'm most lonely yeah, so it's, yeah um, right let's uh, yeah. well, keep me company yeah, yeah mine actually destroyed me from the inside out right so I saw some smoke ahead yeah. black smoke not yeah. white stuff um, black black smoke and mm. from like a dist- the Pope uh, a bit like an unchosen Pope yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and from a distance it seemed like uh, a little puff of smoke uh, like a like a chimney on tractor. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, as I drew closer, it became more of a big big bad wolf burning house down. Mm. Although he says he blows it, I think there was a spark in the house and he just accelerated it. Right. Uh, as I drew even closer, and there was a lane closed, mm. and I was passing the closing lane. Yeah. Um, there was a car engulfed in flames. 
What car was it? It was a Nissan Qashqai. Mm. Uh, About five pounds worth of damage then. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of Nissan van. So I say it was only one car. Yeah. Two pound fifty. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely stuff. Yeah, actually it was only the front of the car, so it's probably one pound twenty. Well, you can keep going. It's yeah. Probably nothing will get any more funny. No. Um, there wasn't anyone in the car. The, the driver was back there just looking at his yeah. car engulfed in flames. Well, we, we wouldn't be joking about it if someone no. hit it. No, no, no. Um, although I did feel the heat of it as I drove past. Interesting. Yeah, it, it was pretty big. And it made me think, how have they allowed only one, claim, one lane to close here? Yeah. Because... Um, when you see one lane closed for a bit of debris. Yeah. What about a burning car? Still the one lane? Yeah. Apparently so. Yeah. But then at the but same time... But I digress. Time, at the same time, at the same time. I was kind of happy that they kept two lanes open. Would've Otherwise, been... it would have been a bit of an inconvenience. More so than it already was. Yeah. Don't worry about anyone's safety. As yeah. long as Nash gets home to his family reunion. On Excuse time. me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's not my fault. Nissan are there making dodgy brake discs or whatever yeah. it was. Blooming Nissan. Causing sparks to fly, I tell you. Yeah. Sparks are about to fly. Yeah. 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 Good. Um... Quite an explosive story. Yeah. 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 That made me think, Jeremy. <laughs> it made me think about cars. It made me think about the transformation technology is taking in our society. You know, we used to have the mechanical car. Yeah. <coughs> we still do. Yeah, you know, the, the mechanical car. Mechanical wind-up. Yeah, no electricity needed in the car whatsoever. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? You know, you make the spark yourself. Mm. I see the progression we have now to the electronical side of cars, and it's as if the car is a person in itself. Some would argue that cars have become less personal now they're electronic. Yeah, but you know, a person in itself. That's Clarkson. Yeah, well, what does he know? Yeah. Yeah. But a fair bit about motoring, to be fair. I've seen his shoes. You know what he should do? Get to Clark's, son. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I feel like the cars are becoming a bit of a person themselves. Hmm. And it led me to think, what about Robbo's? <laughs> oh, sorry. Robbo's. That, that sentence doesn't make sense. Robbo's are, an, are a futuristic robotic pet that okay. people may have in the home. What Nash is um, clumsily doing here is uh, segueing into our <laughs> next segment, uh, which we call Doggos or Robbo's. Robbo's. Yeah, Doggo's or Robbo's. Uh, I've seen a lot of dogs recently. Uh, I went for a run the other day, Jeremy, and in the park I saw several dogs, one of which I almost tripped over. Not the point. Um, and it just made me think, where's the line? When, when, does, when the robot enters the household, as it will at some point in the future, um, I, I presume it'll be a bit more useful than a dog. Um, Maybe. Have you thought about the old toy robots that were dogs I used to have one Dexter mm, didn't have Dexter I got one from Poundland <laughs> <laughs> what I think like, mine was more of a deck right I'm not sure what that means um, but they were just no they weren't as fun I, I, love, I like dogs I think they're a lot of fun yeah dogs are fun that's not my point my point is, if you owned a, a Robbo, like a Dexter, yeah. it doesn't have to be a dog, 
Um, would you treat it with the same moral values that you treat your own living dog? No, I would happily kick a robot. Why is that? Or smash it up. What if you start to develop feelings for it? I would be worried about myself. I know I'm lonely, but I'm not that lonely. <laughs> like I so said, you had a family, you know, you didn't want to invest in a dog, so you invested in a robo, robo because it's a bit more but useful. Let's just address that now. Doggo or robo doesn't work because robo is not... That's what I said, you robo. Yeah. <laughs> robo. No, but people pronounce it differently. Yeah, some people yeah. say robo, some people say robo. Nobody says dogo. I say dogo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Dogo or Robo, that's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> Something very funny about that. Yeah. Um, no, I, I have no respect for machine, electronic, or otherwise. Okay, you might not, but do you feel like some people The might? Japanese definitely would. Right. So do you think that they would in If anything, the Japanese will already, already eat dogs. Do they? I yeah. thought that was China. Uh, You're thinking of fish. No, I think I think it's I think it's more of a, a pan Asian thing that they eat dogs. Is dogfish a thing? Dogfish is a thing. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but I think they I think they eat dog meat. All right, just guessing. Well, um, if, uh, but you know they but they love machines. And you are listening. Email in listencover@gmail.com. <laughs> and we know they exist because I've checked the SoundCloud listening stats. Yeah, and. Uh, Tell us whether they do or not with the subject the cabin, which the is cabin. where we currently are. The cabin, the curve cabin. <clears throat> this is the curve at gmail.com. Mm. All one word, yeah. Um, but yeah, the Japanese they love electronics and all that, don't they? So I think they give more respect, namaste, to uh, the electronics rather than something they eat a dog. The point I am trying to get at is. Will we get to the point where some will consider the morality of a robot the same as the morality of a living creature other than humans? Maybe even humans. You know, someone who, like, um, really loves their phone. Like, absolutely loves I, I like I like my phone. Yeah, you spend a fair bit of time. Fair bit. But there's people who are infinitely more into their phone than I am. Yeah, yeah. Like, they give it a name. Say there was a strange scenario where they're walking around a lake... <clears throat> yeah, and they and they're tripping, phone. and they have a two, and they trip into a dog. Yeah, and they drop their phone, and they yeah. have two two options. They can grab their do- the dog. It's not their dog. It's somebody else. It's a, it's a stray dog. Is this dog midway through the air or something? Yeah, right. sort of kick the dog. Yeah, or they can grab their phone. Yeah, it's a stray dog or their prized possession. Yeah, do you reckon someone might grab the phone? Yeah, instinctively, yes. Interesting. I in my mind I'd be like the dog would be alright say it was a volcano okay so a situation where I know oh, I'll, I'll grab the dog yeah I'm, you probably would yeah but are there some who wouldn't um yeah 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 well maybe it's already creeping in yeah what a lovely end to the segment yeah um that was Dogos or Robos. Or Doggo or Robo, depending yeah. on where you're from. Yeah. Uh, the next segment we've got is Chocolate Pillows. Chocolate Pillows. Uh, the segment where we talk about sweet dreams. Mm. <clears throat> um, and uh, my submission this week comes with a question initially. 
Go ahead. Can chocolate be bitter or dark? Um, cooking chocolate, yeah, as I like to or, refer to it or as. dark chocolate. Yeah, is bitter. And I know this because when I was a child, I uh, digested a lot of it thinking it was like hot chocolate chocolate. No, sh- no sugar in that, boy. It's good for you, though. Is it? It's not. Good. It's better for you than milk chocolate. Yeah, it's got less sugar in it. Yeah. yeah. I'll allow a bitter sweet dream. Well, bittersweet. Okay, different songs. Right. Um, bit of an interesting fact that some of you listeners might not know about me. I pretty much don't dream. Mm. I not, very not in your rare. sleep, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I dream big, otherwise. Yeah, alone in the car. Yeah. I I I don't know whether I dream or not, but by the time I wake up in the morning, I certainly don't remember them. Other than, of course, one big dream. Mm. Had it when I was a child. Uh, I can remember quite intricate details of it since. Maybe it put me. Maybe it subconsciously put me off dreaming for the rest of my life. Right. That sounds pretty yeah. bad. Wasn't that bad? But um, <laughs> for, for some, I've got very vivid memories, and I, I was talking about this with my full-time GF the other day. Uh, about I've got very vivid vivid memories of the film Treasure Island. Uh, and it was a, Cage. No, it was one... No, not that. <laughs> uh, the Robert Louis Stevenson story. The cartoon? No. No? Oh. It's got Christian Bale in it, and he's the, the young boy. Oh, right. There's been a lot of make, remakes and stuff of it. Right, it's right, just right, a, right. a bog-standard one. Yeah. But in, it is a character, in that story is a character called Long John Silver. Long John now, Silver. I must have been watching that film at the time, and I dreamt in my dream that... Well, I was around maybe eight years old. Right. That Long John Silver was torturing me and my mum. Right. Of course, he had his like uh, he had his like muskets and revolvers and all that sort of Is stuff. Is he uh, a bad and guy in the film? Yeah, he's a bad guy. Right, he's right. a bad guy. In Long the f- John in, Silver, I should know. In the story, he uh, he pretends to be a good guy and goes on a treasure hunt, but actually, his intentions are to take over the ship and steal money, the money, money. He's a pirate. Smells like honey. Yeah. Um, and that memory has sort of stuck with me for life so far. That's pretty damaging. Yeah, yeah. It hasn't reoccurred, so that's good. Do you feel like it's more likely to now that you've discussed it? Um, no, because um, I went on holiday the other day, hence mm. a reason for um, celebration the delay in this podcast. Jovial Jeremy. You'd think I'd be out in the sun. Oh, I was yeah. in Italy. I was yeah. enjoying myself. Mm. Having a glass of vino on the balcony, maybe. Oh, yeah. Was there a balcony? No, I wasn't. Yeah. I was on YouTube yeah. watching Treasure Island. <laughs> Are you okay? Um, so, yeah. I was watching that in my room instead of enjoying the Italian scenery. Why is that? Maybe it's just who I am. But anyway... Uh, yeah, that's my submission to Chocolate Pillow Sweet Dreams. Dark chocolate, mm. a dark, leaving a real bitter aftertaste. Born pill. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do, do you dream? Uh, I dream. I dream a dream of time gone by. That's why I dream. You like musicals? Uh, I dabble. Do I hear the people sing in my dream sometimes? <laughs> yes, I do. Are the colours of my dream usually red or black? Yes. But, yeah, I dabble with musicals. Good. Bit of razzle-dazzle. Yep. Yeah. 
Um, one service that we're willing to offer is if you email in uh, one of your dreams, yeah. we, similarly to Joseph from A, the Bible, and B, the um, Hollywood film. Uh, Based on the Bible? Yes. Just, just saying where most uh, a lot of people might know him from. Yeah. Um, can uh, attempt to de- decipher those dreams mm. as a pair and yeah. discuss them in future episodes. Yeah. Uh, so this is the curve at gmail.com for your submissions uh, they may not be accurate um, all I know is that good is bad and bad is good with dreams well that was that's good in the case of Long John Silver yeah I don't my mum's never been tortured I don't think so no there you go one thing I want to chat to you about Jeremy yeah is a bit of toilet trouble I've been having and it's something this I've, could be this could be a weekly thing because you have bowel problems. They fluctuate. Mm-hmm. They fluctuate. They fluctuate to say the least. Disastrous and bad. It's to do with the toilet itself, and I've had this question in my mind for many a year, and I've never <coughs> sought to find an answer until now. Good. And I was wondering if you could help in deciphering. Chemical engineer. You are a chemical engineer. Um, it's been more of a mechanical issue. Uh, anyway, basically, uh, I have used some public restrooms in the past. Yes. And some private ones. <laughs> yeah. And the thing I found with a lot of them is there are usually two buttons. A big one and a small and a smaller one. Yeah. So this is <clears throat> this is a development since the decline of the handle flush. Yeah, this is the the modern age way of flushing. You got yeah. the big circular button usually. Yeah. Bit the smaller one. Sometimes you get they're they're both in the sh- they form a shape of a circle with one being smaller than the other. Yeah, like yeah. two crescents, like often. a teardrop. Yeah, bent by the yeah. wind. Mm. Um, and I've always, well, I thought it would be logical if the big button were for the bigger flushes and the small button was for the smaller flushes. However, I have found that. The small flush, the small button produces a bigger flush. Yes. And the bigger button produces a smaller flush. That it does. And this can be quite <clears throat> detrimental in my situation. Because I'm using double the water to get down the material. What, you do two small flushes? Well, I do a small flush and forget. And then, yeah. you know, I have to do a, yeah. a, bit, a big one just to make sure it goes. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the time I'm in that situation and I can't be bothered to think which way around it is. You just press I've both. had a stressful time. Do you, do you press both? Um, well, no, because if you press the smaller one, the bigger one goes down with it. Yeah. So that's double. So, that's That implies double flush, but it... Is that the way it works? Yeah. Right. I think... But I get the feeling that not all toilet mechanisms are the same. And often in public toilets, where maybe you're on a tighter budget, yeah, e.g. in a local council, yeah, uh, the mechanism isn't as well thought out. And it's no. often just guesswork. Nothing is that well thought out in our local council, I tell you. No, don't yeah. get my mum started. Yeah. We were having a chat about that earlier. She brought some very relevant points to the conversation, I thought. She did. She's a As did your dad. Yeah. He did. Some of you may know him from series one, uh, the meeting with Ainsley Harriet. Yes. Yes. Uh, what did he say? That's a big one. 
To the yes. camp? Yes, yeah. to the camp, not to Ainsley. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, he said, even you couldn't. You'll have to re-listen. I'll have to, yeah, go back and listen. Series 1, episode 1. Was it? Yeah. Good. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, the dilemma I've been facing. There's not much more to say about it, because I know now that the smaller button is the bigger flush. I just don't get it. Um, after this conversation yeah it should be uh, it should have been more thought out but as I say if you always always go into the toilet thinking of this in your mind the small one brings all of us down alright <laughs> is that it yep yeah. right um, <clears throat> our next segment is uh, Innie and Outie yeah and Ash is going to talk to you about personality traits and belly buttons. I I am currently sat in the cabin looking out into the garden, into the forest. <laughs> um, and the world's garden. Nature's garden. Nature's garden. And I see myself as a bit of an outdoorsy guy. Yeah. I don't I don't have walking shoes. I don't th- I think they're unnecessary. I don't have hiking sticks. I think they're unnecessary. Uh, but I enjoy a walk and I enjoy a hike from time to time. I enjoy the outdoors, Jeremy. How do you feel about um, those sort of coats that you would only ever really need if you were going on a, a walk or it might rain? Which ones? It's, just, waterproof sort of, ones. it's just a sort of ugly, ugly waterproof one. Uh, I don't think it's necessary... Because you can just wear a normal coat, <clears throat> but not as bad as the hiking boots. Not as bad as the hiking boots. No. No. Or the st- I mean, the sticks is the worst. The sticks are the worst. Yeah, definitely. Especially, I like two sticks. Yeah. What do you need that for? Yeah, I, I I don't understand. Yeah. I think if you join a hiking club, it might be mandatory. Yeah, but you see people who are definitely not in those clubs. Yeah. Weren't using them. Yeah. Yeah. Losers. Yeah, big time. Um, but yeah, so I'm a bit of an outie. But I've got an innie. My belly button is an innie. Right. So I don't think those two things are linked. Um, would you say I'm an outdoorsy person? Don't look at my belly button. Ah, um, No. Interesting. Why? I just think it's inter- I just think it's interesting that you think you're more outdoorsy than I am. I am more outdoorsy How? than you. I live nature. How do you live nature? Firstly, my first name starts with an N. That's just the first thing. Is most of your job outdoors? Yeah. It's not. It is. No, it isn't. It is. I live and breathe outdoors and dust. <laughs> I um I often frequent the local parks as I did yesterday on my run. Goes starts running for two weeks and calls himself a runner, and an, out, an outdoorsy runner. I um I've lived off vegetables before, and animals. So have I. Yeah, I'm just saying. You but spend I've got considerably longer in front of a screen than I do. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do you mean? Yeah, you know, you're on your phone more than I am. What are you doing in that time? I'm outdoors planting. Have you ever grown anything in the garden? Yes, tomatoes. What? Did, did you eat? Yes, I ate. Were they nice? They were lovely. 
If a little low in number. Right. Did you buy the seed originally? Yes. Right. Well, that's good. Yes. I've grown radishes. When? Chilies. When? Carrots. When? In my lifetime. Just, yeah, but when? Recently. Because everyone does have all these stuff when they're young. No, I wasn't that young. I was older. Uh, I've got green fingers. Hmm. What are they called? Garden fingers? Green fingers. Green fingers. I've got green fingers. You don't know. What's your favourite film? Ground Force, the movie. You know what mine is? I don't have a favourite film. I'd rather watch The Don <laughs> talk about gardening. Monty. Monty Don. Monty Don's fake. Have you ever been to the Chelsea Flower Show? No. I have. Good for you. Have you ever been to the Royal Welsh? Yeah. No, you haven't. Alright, I have. I have. Twice. You were forced to go. No, I went I out my own way. I said, please come and go to the Royal Welsh. I loved it so much last time. They don't always have outdoorsy things, though. It's an agricultural show, you absolute coin. You probably went there and stuck your phone in your face. Well, anyway, the point being, uh, I feel like I'm an outie, you're an innie, but we both have innies. How do you know I have an innie? I know you have an innie. You didn't. <laughs> yeah, I do. It's quite a deep innie as well. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I sometimes just, I, I I once heard someone had a theory that I was quite young when someone said this, but the positioning of your belly button determines whether you like the outdoors or the indoors. Positioning or like depth? Uh the the depth, I guess. Okay. Negative depth, positive well, depth. They've obviously made that up. It's nonsense. Yeah, absolute nonsense. Unless my tell you who's got an outie. What? My brother. All right. And he's indoors as they can. Well, that kind of proves the point, but the opposite way. Opposites, right. Good. If he'd have had an innie and not liked the outdoors, then that would have been more beneficial to our cause in disproving the theory. But I think the theory still stands. It's no, just... the theory, there's nothing to the theory. If you have an <laughs> innie and you don't like the outdoors, please email in at thisisthecurve@gmail.com And vice versa. With the subject title, The Curve Cabin. Yes, mm. or just the cabin. All you need is dove. Da, 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 da. All you need is a dove. Dove is all you need. Dove. Dove is all. Sponsor me. Thank you, Dove, for being our sponsor this week. Not, not Dove the brand. Dove the bird. Yeah, soap. Soap. Um. <clears throat> In conclusion, uh, basically, <clears throat> series two for us has been a a turbulent period. Uh, we have found opportunities few and far between to record. We have found times. Um, I think summer holidays hasn't helped, and you know certain things, busyness. Um, we have found it to be a difficult time to record. Uh, just because of life getting in the way you know we've both got engaged mm. we've been on a couple of holidays each mm. I've had a flu for 10 days you okay now? I'm largely okay right um, <clears throat> you might think then that two weaker souls would pack it in yeah throw in the towel yeah you think uh, things aren't going our way mm. listenership's down it 
which what? it isn't. Which, which it, it isn't. It's an all-time it's not, high. It's an all. Check the figures. Over a thousand now. Yeah, we've reached a thousand listens on the last episode. On all, yes, cumulatively. On, on all, cumulatively on across all the episodes. Um, yeah, so you might think two weaker souls would have would have packed it in. Mm. Uh, we've basically gone against that oh. because of who we are as people. Yeah. Um, we've devised a sort of more structured plan for series three. Oh man, we've been planning away. You think we've been quiet for the last two months? We have. But we we have, have been planning. Planning, um, and we've got a sort of structure which we're going to put in place for series three. Plan P perfect. P L, another P. Learn. So that's two P's and an L. P P L. Um, a attentive. And N never say never. Yeah. I was going to say never let go. Yes. Never say never. Um. But yeah, basically we're gonna we're gonna try and put a little bit more effort into our podcasts because yeah. while they are exceptionally humorous, lighthearted, and funny, um, in terms of our effort, it is very low. Yeah, I'd say we've pushed our paws away from the effort in the past, but this time we're grabbing at it yeah. with our claws. We're taking our talent and not just running off raw talent anymore. We're putting a bit of um, put a bit of elbow grease in. Yeah, and normal grease. Yeah. Um. So yeah, keep a keep an year keep a a year or two out for yeah. series three. Don't have an exact date on when it'll be. I'm um, announcing the date now. I'm gonna do it. Go on. Then. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, thirty first of September, we are coming to you with series three, episode one. You might be thinking. That's kind of weird. It's been two months since their last episode, and yet there's only a one month gap between series two and series three. Oh. That's not weird. Perhaps the Caribbean two and three were filmed back to back, but three didn't come out before two. And also, momentum. Have you heard of momentum? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's building. Yeah. Um, An exciting thing is happening with us, actually, uh, with our potential for live performances, but we'll keep you in touch about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's in the pipeline. Yeah, there might be a blockage in the pipeline, but it's in there. Bottleneck, bottleneck, bottleneck. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, blockage, blockage. We will keep you updated. Lid on the bottom. Like the Facebook page. Listen to our poddies. All that jazz. Yeah. Um, surf the waves that come. Don't surf the waves that don't. Mm. Swim against the current. Ride with the times. Mm. Never leave a companion. Never strive for weakness. Rise from the ashes. Draw on your strength. Speaking of the ashes. Oh, look, what, what a test match. What, <laughs> what a, a test, test match, mate. Aggers, what a I test know. match. Looks like it was all doom and gloom at one point. 67 yeah. all out. Well, yeah. I thought you forget 67 all out. It looks like we're gonna, the UK is going to be all out for 64 by the 31st of October. Yeah, great, great satire. As in 64 days left. Yep, got it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but anyway, that's the end of Series 2, Episode 6, and the end of Series 2 as a whole yeah um, 
Thanks to my co-host, Nashville Michael Houdini Manuna. And thank you to my lovely co-host, Jeremy James Osborne. Thanks to the Curve team, Gillian uh, and Mansford. And Jessica. And Jessica. You know, Gillian, still going strong. Day one. Yeah. Her and Mansford had a bit of a falling out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, over which uh, landline to use. And we told them we don't own the phone. <laughs> so I don't know where you got it from. Don't know where they got that from. Stolen. Yeah. That's Northerners for you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, um, yeah. So, catch you on the flippity flip. Catch you on the flippity flop. See you later. Salon. So